have we done almost 100 episodes? <laughs> it's befuddling to me. Yeah. Just think you used to Thank make you. me do all the research for this show. I know. Thank God no one listens to our early episodes. Jesus. <laughs> podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I'm Gold Eagle Jake. Live from Gold Eagle. Live from Gold Eagle. Typing up a post as on we ta- speak. Doing a little bourbon <laughs> release on Tater Saturday. Um, Good Tater Day. I should probably show everybody. Uh, let's see here. Bar is quite empty at the moment. There's a few people here. And we got our table of goodies right there. Uh, and by the time this podcast is over, we are probably going to have 100 people behind me. So uh, <laughs> we will see. <laughs> but yeah, we're here on the 99th episode. Yeah, so what's all 99. going on for the Tater release today? So we've got McKenna Tenure, Taylor Small Bash, Eagle Rare Tenure, Weller Special Reserve, Larceny, and Elijah Craig Barrel Proof A124, Elijah Craig Toasted, Midwinter Night's Dram, Blantons, and 1792 Full Proof. And the first two things off the table are Blantons. Shocker. Woo! <laughs> boo, boo. Hey, qu- question, I, I thought... is that the Midwinter's Night's Dram that's been there since winter? Mm, it hasn't been out on the shelf or for sale. It's been okay. part of our annual emails, but um, yeah, okay. it is from last year. But yeah, shocker. I mean, I'm I'm pretty shocked because the Larceny and Elijah Craig um, <clears throat> one-time releases never to be released again, and they weren't taken off the table. You're still yeah, shocked I, by that? I would like, definitely go for either the uh, either obviously Elijah Craig or the. Uh, 1792 is a good good grab. Yeah, so, yeah I would definitely I'm surprised, grab. Uh, passing those up for a Blanton's. Mm-hmm. Are are we really surprised though? Are we? We shouldn't are we, be. No. Are we taking bets on what's going to go first? I think we should take bets. Well, on it's going to be the this... Blanton's for sure. Yeah, it'll be the Blanton's. It it'll be is in the is everything gone by the time the podcast is over. Or what time? Oh, easily. We started shooting at 11, so what time is the table empty? I'm going to say 11.36. 11.20. No, I'm going to say probably 11.40. And honestly, it might not empty only because there's a ton of Weller Special Reserve on the table today. So huh. we'll see. Um, but we'll I think see. everyone else will for sure be gone. Well, we know that last time uh, Jake R. was way off on his prediction, so we can... Immediately put that into perspective. <laughs> Jake, you just put the post up. It's going to take half the people 20 minutes to see the post. Dude, get, all the, get shoes all on the, and the get hardcore to the people live within like 10 minutes of the store. They're all just well, itching see every the Saturday morning. They're all itching Saturday morning for the tater drop post. This is what <laughs> these people live for, Dan. I know. <laughs> It's it's almost like if someone could have pre asked for one of the bottles they on the podcast they might have, so they didn't have to get into the store super early. I'm sick. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, so I guess uh, episode 99, we're going to talk, we're going to kind of take a look back uh, one episode before 100 for certain reasons. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But we, we have to re-engage here with, with something that was passed along to me yesterday with some information uh, that I had obviously passed along to you guys right away. Mm-hmm. Just want to keep a little pulse on things. If, I'm not sure what episode it was, but not too long ago, we, we debated Has Bourbon Peaked? And yesterday, I got information <clears throat> and have since looked it up that MGP ingredients is down 15%. Uh, which is a pretty large thing to see. You're talking so about stock talk- price, just to be... Stock price is down 15%. Yeah. Based off of earnings reports, profits, things like that. So, does any is anybody changing their stance? Because I think last time when we talked about this, I said I thought bourbon had plateaued and peaked. Jake R. was kind of on the fence, and Gold Eagle Jake said, not even close. You're an idiot, Dan. As I believe very... I'm I'm sticking with that. You're sticking with close. that. You're an idiot, Dan. Uh, MGP makes a ton of products outside of whiskey. They are an mm-hmm. ingredient company. Um, yes, yep. it's like mostly grains, but they make they make so much more than whiskey. And even if they did just make whiskey, it's just one distillery. We've talked about how Brown Foreman is down this year um, because there's so many more distilleries popping up, and there's just more people taking a portion of that market that they used to sell to. Um, no, I don't think bourbon has peaked and I don't think we're close. Okay. So, so uh, for people, people that are not aware of MGP ingredients, MGP ingredients is a conglomeration that includes about 50 different bottle brands that they have out. They're a sourcing mm-hmm. company as well as food ingredients, uh, which are going to be more along the wheat line and things like that. Yeah. So that's what MGP ingredients is. When I was looking at things, which, Jake, it's not going to disprove what you're saying. So when we look at the last six months, uh, MGP over the last six months is actually down 32.6%. Their peak was back in August, and they're down 32.6%. If we look at some of the other big publicly traded ones over the last six months, when we look at Diageo, they're down 8%. Uh, they actually hit their lowest at the end of January and have climbed up a bit since then. Um, Diageo sucks. At, and Blanton's is Brown, gone, by the way. <laughs> Blanton's is gone. Blanton's is gone. First thing gone. There's been if one Elijah at, Craig, or two Elijah Craig barrel proofs taken, but yeah, sorry, go keep going. Yeah, no, that's, that's about what we expected. If we look mm-hmm. at Brown Foreman over the last six months, they're down 15%. And if we look at Pernod Ricard over the last six months, they're down 18%. Yeah. So, so again, I, they're big I, brands. So, but, yeah, but Dan, like these, com- a lot, these companies aren't just whiskey. They make a ton of other products. Right. Vodka, right. tequilas. Um, like whiskey is just one little aspect. I mean, I, I shouldn't say little, but it's one aspect of their portfolio. Right. And, and to be fair, these are stock prices because <clears> – <throat> When we looked into Brown Foreman a while ago, saying that their their whiskey was down two percent, yeah. Um, the the crazy thing is their stock prices has fallen so much, even though some of their sales increased because of some of their high sellers, such as the ready to drink products, are kind of carrying them. But investors yeah. are getting a little scared off on some of these things, and 
is that also in line with seeing a lot more of these, uh, I'm going to use the word loosely, idiotic N.A. beers that are all starting to come out into the market? I'm going to counter on that, more? too. Why okay. do you think it's why do you think it's idiotic for good quality NA beers to come out? I well, you know what? Maybe maybe I should change my mind because if we could just make non-alcoholic whiskey. All right, that would be idiotic. <laughs> they make it <laughs> though. There's non-alcoholic yeah. whiskey. I know, there. I know, I know. We we sell it sometimes. Uh it's <laughs> terrible. It tastes like they just aged yeah. water in a barrel. Um, yeah. But to um, I mean to to those companies' defense, they are kind of made to be put in a cocktail. Um, they're not really made to be sipped neat, but uh, yeah, the the non-alcoholic spirits for sipping are a long ways away. But the beer is really good right now. The so I'm still seeing some of this because we we talk to our distributor a lot and we see so what some yeah. of their trends are, and you never know if he can touch to touch distributors or not. But they're saying it'd be interesting to see your month of February, Jake, too, how things went in your store. They're saying they're seeing a shift away from more of the one-off expensive style of whiskeys just back to some of the more labeled brands that people are used to. Is They're starting to see some of that shift where there's still whiskey. The, they're saying volume of whiskey being sold is similar, but they're seeing a shift to cheaper labels now. A shift back to cheaper labels. So well, yeah. I, when, so like, when, that's what the the point I was gonna make was that like there's a general economic downturn happening. Um, so like that has to be brought into account, I think. Um, and so as like, a Republican, <laughs> <laughs> so Dan outed me. <laughs> no, so. But like I, I also shared with you guys this chart from Whiskey Decision that shows that there's been a seven percent year over year decrease in the number of alcohol distiller licenses or permits uh between twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. I I think that also is indicative of economic downturn, um where people are letting their permits lapse because they're no longer able to, you know, profitably produce. Um, I'm, I'm making a bit of an assumption there, but that's usually why you're not going to renew your permit or uh, you're not going to go seek a new permit. Um, you know, a, a lot of the like available cash, you know, that existed during like the COVID whiskey boom is no longer there anymore because of inflation. Um, so people don't have that like extra, you know, spending money to go buy bottles anymore or as much. Um, so I, I think this is not necessarily indicative of like the overall trend of whiskey, of the whiskey bubble popping. Um, I think this is more indicative of just shit is really expensive and people don't have extra money to spend. We haven't gotten a stimulus check in a long ass time. <laughs> We've also talked about how during COVID people were at home and built collections because they couldn't go out to the bar. So a lot of people mm -hmm. bought a ton of bottles during that time period and are probably realizing now that they can't continue at that rate because um, they're just going to have closets and rooms full of whiskey that they're never going to be able to drink. So if they're not right. buying, wouldn't that mean that we've hit the peak? 
No. So not That's dying just, does not mean we've hit the peak? I mean, overall, whiskey sales are still on the rise. Okay. We've, yeah, we've, I, you've, I don't think and it's a... Like, I, I don't think this is indicative of a trend. I think this is <clears throat> a small... Uh, we're looking at a very small timeline, six months... Is I don't think this is gonna continue. Um, I think once we see the economy recover a little bit, it's gonna go back to fairly normal. Um, but I mean, you gotta also keep into account all of the stuff that's gonna start hitting pretty soon. Like in the next couple of years, we're gonna start seeing all the Sazerac stuff on, or a lot of the Sazerac stuff starting to be on the shelf all the time, and we're gonna start seeing. Like we've already seen the Heaven Hill bottled Taylor. in bond is <laughs> the Heaven Hill bottled in bond is on the shelf everywhere now. Rumors are that McKenna Ten is going to be everywhere, you know, imminently. Um, so like, there's a lot of this yeah. stuff that I think is going to start. It's going to change the market. It's not going to stop the the momentum. I think uh, the sad part that I think is going to happen is I think a lot of craft distilleries are going to suffer because the big six are going to be so readily available. That's just going to push those people out of the market. Um, it's just going to kind of go back to these like massive conglomerates taking the vast share of shelf space. I do agree. I think they will take a big share back, but will people continue to buy these things when they're just sitting on the shelf? If Taylor was sitting on the shelf every single day, people wouldn't buy it because there's plenty of better options at a cheaper price point, and they're going to realize that um, the moment they can find it. People want it because it's hard to find. That's the only reason why people want things like that. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. we we said we weren't going to talk about this on this episode, and, and this could turn into a three-hour long <laughs> topic here, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, you know, when, when Buffalo trace catches up, that is going to be the telling point of, uh, you know, Hey, we've hit a point where maybe whiskey is maybe going to peak. Um, I don't know, but I still think we're a couple years away from that. Yeah. If you're looking yeah. at five year trends since post COVID or since COVID, MGP ingredients hit their peak November 25th, 2022. Diageo hit their peak. Again, this is stock prices and they're big conglomerates with lots of products. Diageo hit their peak December 31st, 2021. Brown Foreman hit their peak in terms of stock price at June 4th of 2021. And Pernod Ricard at the five-year uh, hit a peak in December 31st, 2021, and then matched it again in April, early well, April 2023. I know what I'm doing Monday morning is investing in all these stocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is I mean, that your way of saying not, that whiskey not was a good investment? Advice. Uh, yeah, not I mean, investment yeah, advice. I mean, yeah, not investment advice. But, um, yeah, whiskey is a good investment. I do believe um, – well, I believe bottles of whiskey are a good investment because they're never going to get cheaper. Um, and, you know, we've talked about it before. 
a bottle of regular Maker's Mark from 2000 or 1990 or 1980 is worth a hell of a lot more than the bottle that's sitting on the shelf right now um, just because it's different and it's something that you can't get and people want to be able to compare and go back in time and see how things have changed on just the everyday whiskey. So, um, yeah. but yeah, All I mean, right. again, again, those stocks though, they're, they're not distilleries. They're big conglomerates that have a ton of brands outside of whiskey. So I think that's a little tough to judge on where whiskey's going just on those stocks, but it is something yeah. to consider and mention. So Jake, Jake Gold Eagle, Jake is still on the Dan is an idiot train. I am still on the, I think we've hit the peak. Jake R, where are you? You were at, you were on the fence last time. Are you starting to lean one way or the other? Or do we need to get the Always Sunny in Philadelphia charts out? <laughs> I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm still in the middle. Um, I think it's still hard to say. Um, Come on, Jake. It's, it's really going to be, I think what Jake said is right. Like, it'll it'll be glaringly obvious once like Weller Special Reserve starts to be available on the shelf every day like that that will determine i think whether the bubble has popped or not i'm not saying it's popped i'm just saying we've plateaued we've hit the peak i'm not saying well, it's plat- yeah plateauing and popping is different um I think I think we're probably close to a plateau. I don't think we're quite there yet. I think uh I think it's it's possible in the next few years. Um but I mean it's really going to depend on how the non big box bourbon brands fare, I think. Um once once the the big 6 really start dumping everything onto the shelves all the time. I think uh I think craft craft brands and smaller like regional brands are in for uh some some serious competition that's gonna kinda dictate where where things go. All right. It's uh so you guys Jake, wanna... you're two minutes away from eleven twenty on the time clock. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say a quick, quick little update. update. Jake needs uh, all the bottles to be gone in two minutes. Taylor Small Batch, Eagle Rare, and Blanton's are gone. Come on, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's only like a third of the table, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Elijah Craig yeah. Barrel Proof is getting low. Um, that's probably the next thing to go. I can't believe that wasn't the first thing to go. That's what I would have grabbed yeah. off that table first. I'm but... surprised. Mm-hmm. That or uh, the Larceny, because the Larceny is an actual limited batch, too. Larceny, too. Yeah, Larceny and the Elijah Craig, they're never going to be these batches will never be produced again. So why wouldn't you want something that, you know, you're never going to be able to get again. Because we don't have a horse on top of the bottle. If you follow us often, you know that the Buffalo trace stuff is on the table, every single release. And there's a few miscellaneous items that make the table here and there. So, yeah. So you still have Elijah, Larceny, Weller, anything else? McKenna. Um, McKenna. McKenna is still there. Um, the midwinter still there. The 1792 full proof is there, uh, but yeah. All right. So Dan, All right. you've got some uh, some clip show type things for us to go through. Uh, some reminiscing yeah, guess... over the past uh, 99 episodes, which actually it's been well over 90, 100 episodes. But yeah, it's just the way you documented label things. Episodes. <laughs> so. Um... 
Yeah, I just, I mean, it's just, we'll have, I mean, we'll, our technically 100th labeled episode will be the next episode. Um, we've been doing this since December of 22, when we started, November, December of 22, when we started recording in your basement. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. With, with Roberto, obviously. Um, just kind of wanted to do a look back as we hit number 100 coming up. Um, Throughout about our first 50 episodes, we primarily just talked about a bottle each episode. Um, mm-hmm. There are some other random things we did here and there that were inter- in, interspersed, but uh, I'd say 85% of our first 50 episodes were just sitting down with a bottle and talking about the bottle. Um, it's fun for us, but I, um, you'll go over some of the numbers a little bit later. But, uh, you know, not a ton of traction on that. After that, we started changing up a little bit. Um, it's also not uh, not because of, but Roberto had moved away, um, and we had Jake step in, too, so we got some of the, the Gold Eagle people starting to listen to us. Um, but one of the things we started to do as we shifted away from bottles were doing interviews, um, and some of these were way before Jake. Uh, when I looked through our list of people we sat down and talked to, we sat down with fourth Dram and Gold guys out of Texas. Uh, we talked to America's Finest Podcast, which is some of your buddies out in mm-hmm. California. Uh, we had an interview with a guy by the name of Jake Sigalnik. Sigalnik. And then after him, we had uh, Two Dads No Clue, which were formerly uh, Fourth Dram and Goal. They kind of switched up their podcast. Uh, we did a crossover with Beer Banter and Balderdash. Mm-hmm. Kind of our first industry interview we had was Wilson Torres. And then we had Jake's dad on for a Father's Day episode. Then after that, we had our probably our two biggest interviews that we ever did. One was with Gold Eagle Drew. And then just recently with Raj Bakta. Very similar people um, between <laughs> Gold Eagle Drew and Raj Bakta. Uh, but those are some of the interviews we did. We had some different events. Uh, one of our early events we did was a St. Patrick's Day special where he drank a bunch of Irish whiskey. He was only on Spotify and Jake decided to interrupt all of our conversations with Irish songs that weren't actually Irish songs, uh, went over real well. Yeah. Probably the <laughs> lowest listened episode, but it's okay. <laughs> we got hammered and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did get hammered. We drank a lot of Irish. Um, not too long after that, we did a Kentucky Derby special where we were at uh, your house for a Kentucky Derby party. Talked a lot about mint juleps, drank a lot of mint juleps, a lot mm-hmm. of Woodford that day. Um, later, we did our live from Kentucky when we were drunk as hell on the bourbon trail in our house. Tried mm-hmm. to broadcast it live, but the internet in the hills of Kentucky were not very good. Um, one also of our big fun, ones though. was... Also a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> one of our big ones and one of our most listened to episodes was a Knob Creek barrel pick we did with Jake at Gold Eagle, one of his mm-hmm. earlier times as a guest on the podcast, which was fun. After that, we did our Whiskey Acres barrel pick uh, at Whiskey Acres when we were doing the toasted barrel at different proof points. We did one live from Rush or We were at live at Rush Creek. We didn't broadcast it live. And then the follow-up results to the blend-off. Yep. Um, we did a few different series in our time. So we did uh, the first series we ever really did was our top five findable whiskeys, where me, Jake, and Roberto each sat down and went through five whiskeys that you could go to. You might have to go to a couple liquor stores in a day, but stuff you'd be able to find uh, at at uh, any liquor store like Gold Eagle. 
Mm-hmm. We did a local distillery series where we did uh, Rush Creek, Whiskey Acres, Barnstormer, and Blom Brothers. Mm-hmm. We did the hunt for the Old October where we went through eight or ten different Old Elk bottles. Uh, our favorite. I think it was ten. Yeah. We came back with the double wheat and the rye were our top two and the rye won. Yep. We did a series on the big six and our one of the other ones we did big, which we'll drop it now is what we're going to start next week. We'll be into March. So we're going to do March Dramness two after taking a year off, mm-hmm. which we will be a blind bracket challenge where we each submit some bottles and uh, see which one comes out at the end. Yeah, so, so I guess. Yeah. So I'm glad I joined after the first 50. <laughs> yeah. nobody nobody wants to listen to just talk about one bottle. Dudes talk about a bottle yeah uh-huh. it needs to be more interesting than that yeah, yeah. but i mean props um, prop no. big props to you guys for just starting something you know i'm sure there's a ton of people out there that would love to speak on a podcast or would love to start something like this and uh you know it's not I don't want to say it's not hard to do, but it's something that you need to allocate time to and put a little bit of effort towards. Um, and it's something fun. So it's a kind of like, you know, just like a hobby to do on the side. But props to you guys for doing something and starting something. Um, and I do think it's way more interesting having a guest or talking about what's actually currently going on in the industry mm-hmm. than just to talk about some bottle because everybody has their own opinion on every single bottle um and just because we might like or not like something doesn't mean somebody else won't like it you know yep. yeah and and i think jake's got some of the data that kind of shows that too from our early on to where we've come over what uh just a little over almost two years or a little over year and a <laughs> half two years whatever we had yeah so um going back to the start you know, we'd average somewhere below 10 up 10 plays per episode per week. Um, Which is mainly goodness. us through you, me, <laughs> me, you and Roberto and a couple friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, going forward to uh, the end of 2022, we started to see some pickup. Um, that's right around the time when we did the Knob Creek barrel pick. Um, like Dan said, that was a very popular episode and it still is. Um, then we're ever since then we've seen steady increases you know, in listens every week, um, where we're at about a hundred listens per week, uh, every week. Uh, it's not on every episode each week, but, uh, cause some people I think lag behind by a few episodes, but it's about a hundred episodes or a hundred, hundred listens per week on Spotify and other podcast platforms. Um, on YouTube, we've got 50 subscribers. So thanks to those people. Um, I've got a, yeah, thank a you guys. Little over, uh, close to 150 views per month, uh, which is awesome. Um, and uh, we're all, all time on the channel. We surpassed 3,000 views uh, two weeks ago, so that's pretty cool. Um, that includes like all of our like shorts on the and bar. stuff too. Um, so yeah, mm, like no. it, it, it is absolutely night and day um, from when we started. Um, it is still a little weird when people recognize us at Gold Eagle <laughs> and, and ask about the show. So I mean, that's the beard out right that's now. super cool, especially for having a hundred average listeners. It's not like there's thousands and thousands, but like we've, you've, you and 
you know, we've kind of built like a nice little local community here. Um, so I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's very cool. Yeah. yeah I think I, the biggest I, thing is we had 40 people show up to try Jake's shitty blended whiskey. Yeah. Jake, Jake R's <laughs> shitty blended whiskey. Not, <laughs> not Gold Eagle Jake's. Like, uh, last Friday I stopped in, uh, to obviously pick up online orders, but also to try, uh, something at the bar. And, uh, I think the guy's name was Justin. I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure his name was Justin. He stopped in at the bar and he was like, Oh, you're Jake. Right. And I was like, yeah, I don't know who you are. And he was like, mm-hmm. Oh no, I recognize you from the show. It's like, oh, that's it's still a little weird. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it is fun because like there's, you know, we do have some friends with benefits now. And I say that jokingly, but <laughs> just the other week we had uh, Jake Gold Eagle. Jake had reached out of some people that frequent his store and like our products uh, that had never been down to Whiskey Acres and uh, talked to Jake a little bit and hooked them up with uh, some stuff down when they came to see us at Whiskey Acres. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I couldn't be there. Uh but, you know, it's nice to nice to reach out and help people. And they're a very nice uh, group that ended up sending me a nice follow-up card that I got the other day since I've been out with surgery. So, uh, you know, right, sometimes, sometimes having. Yep. Yep. What do you got? Oh, bar's looking full. Bar's full. Getting there. Nice. Um, And the table's almost empty. So I actually think Dan might uh, be the winner here, but we'll see. I got six minutes. I got well. Technically, are we doing prices right rules? Because yes, I guess yes. if we're doing prices right rules, I only got six minutes. So it's prices right. Yeah, rules. but there's only right. eight bottles left on the table. So as people flow in, you're probably going to be right. I'm assuming. All right. Well, I'm I'm on the timer. So I guess looking at all the stuff we've done, Jake, you've been with us for about half the time period now. Any favorite, what are your guys' favorite moments when looking back on all the stuff we've done so far? Any Anything stand out particularly to you guys? So for me, it might be obvious, but easily the episode with my dad. Um, he, he shared some things on there that he never even shared with me before, like sharing a uh, booth with Elmer T. Lee uh, down at the horse track in Lexington. I never knew that, um, so that's super cool. Um, but... Yeah, that would be probably my favorite. Um, I, I really like the episode with Raj because I think we, you know, we brought someone on who is pretty well known in the industry, um, and we kind of talked about something a little different. So I think it maybe opened our listeners' eyes to a different category. Um, but yeah, I would probably say those are the most, the two that stood out to me the most. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think. Um... I'll go into Kentucky as, as a podcast was a lot of fun. Um, recording down there was, was a blast. Um, even though the video feed wasn't that great, but <laughs> it comes out. Okay. When you watch it <laughs> still. So, um, uh, like going back and, um, you know, thinking about like some of the stuff that we tried in the past and revisiting those things. Like today, I'm revisiting the um, Black and Dry the Lightning, uh, which was like oh, nice. a big favorite in, uh, I think it was season one uh, yeah, that, that we tried that. Fairly early on. All, all three of us loved it, and, uh, and it's still fantastic. Um, so, yeah. Um, and just like 
I think it, there's been a lot that like I've I've developed my palate a lot throughout this mm-hmm. that I probably necess- wouldn't have necessarily done without the podcast and like being pushed by your shitty tastes and Roberto's uh, ever inclusive tastes and uh, Jake's more, um, you know, Jake is more in the worlds of other spirits, you know, besides just whiskey, you know, rye and bourbon. Um, so like I, I've discovered all kinds of cool shit. Like, um, you know, gin is not something I would have gotten very much into without some of the gold Eagle master classes, same with tequila and mezcal and agave spirits. Um, definitely not scotch. Um, so like all of that stuff, uh, I think is just super cool. Um, and, uh, like I said, I think a lot of that's just due to us doing this every week and, you know, getting to share our ideas. Um, I know like, uh, you know, it's fun and people like it when we argue, but it's, it's, I think a good exercise for a lot of us to, you know, challenge some of our ideas about the way things do or do not actually, you know, play out in the real world <laughs> when we're talking I've had about, a, I've had, you know, multiple people tell me the best episodes things, are when so. we argue. So yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why we like to start off every once in a while when we, do, when we have a random topic to just start off with a, a argument like we did today. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, overall, I, it's, you know, just been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And if I had to do it all over again, I don't think I would have changed anything. So, yeah, you know, that's always a good I, feeling. Uh, I'm watching Jake point at bottles because I got two minutes left here to, to hit. My yeah. The only thing left there. is uh, midwinter. Oh, shit. That's going to be the sticker, too. <laughs> dang it dang it i knew um, see there's always there's always one sticker you know yeah <laughs> um i would say i i think not just because of a bias or anything i really enjoyed when we were down at whiskey acres doing the toasted barrel pick at different proof points yeah that was I think a really that's cool the one. first time i've ever done an exercise like that we're just seeing how water can completely change it and not much added water to some of the different proof points we tried yeah. Um that more yeah, I, sh- I should have I should have said that episode too. I think that was easily in my top 3. Cuz after that you did it at at a blind tasting even. Like it just yeah. and it was I think it impressed a lot of people of how a few drops of water can completely change the flavor profile of a whiskey and how you mm-hmm. interact with it. So um that was big cuz it was probably the biggest eye opener to me. Um my second favorite, uh, I'm glad we're doing it again, is March Dramness. Um, I know if, if you're a longtime listener to the show, that wasn't Roberto's idea, even though Roberto had all the ideas. We make a lot of jokes. If you could never sense the sarcasm in that, uh, that was never Roberto's idea. We love Roberto to death. We tried to get him to fly in to do that, but it wasn't going to work out uh, to do March Dramness. But it'll, I'm more or less excited for it this year just because that was early on. That was within probably our first 30 episodes. Yeah. And yeah. we've, we've become way more familiar with whiskey since then. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how we handle our tasting. Do we still have, have we learned a lot or is a blind tasting still just taking a shot in the dark, having no idea what's in the blind? Yeah. Um, and I, I think, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if we want to wrap some, 
new rules around it, or if we still want to just leave it as a wide open. Uh, I would say wide open has got to be whiskey. Yeah, wide open has got to be whiskey. No other options. Because uh, it, it it is kind of fun to be able to throw in some unicorns and just really and see what happens. But uh, I, I think I'm going to change my strategy up this year. But we'll see. Yeah. This, my, I felt my strategy was the right strategy to do the first time we did it, which was just put in some random things uh, that yeah, I thought were good. It was not Where a winning strategy, threw, Cotton. It was not a winning strategy. Uh, <laughs> but at the same point, you guys threw in all tater yeah. bottles because you liked them a lot. Yeah, well, if they, we were trying to win, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 it's, dang it, it's 1137. Did, that, did it just go? Uh, there's still three bottles of midwinter up there. Oh, all right. Oh, so, I, I would still be fine under prices right rules because but no. I got one more minute to it gets to because you had eleven forty, Jake. So I think you're gonna be the winner on this one. Um, the Jake, but Jake again, wins if they go before. If if it's after eleven forty, no one wins. Should have said noon. Yeah, <laughs> just like three o'clock. But, but let's over. be fair. <laughs> let's be fair. Again, by far and away, you were the biggest loser, Jake. Are yes, again. <laughs> like the common common theme that we've had like that's one thing that hasn't changed is you're never right um so i, I guess that's the one good thing so well, i'm uh, gonna no, i'm I mean, gonna side with you then on the bubble popping dan the bubble popped so we're both wrong <laughs> <laughs> off the fence <laughs> um but no so obviously it, it's been... there's i was obviously there's still a big demand as you can see table's empty <laughs> Um, but no, it, it's been fun. Um, we appreciate everyone that's joined, uh, gone along on the journey with us. Um, so I guess I don't, you guys, I have any, I, I think before we end, we have to make, we got to figure out the March Dramatist rules like we always do on the fly, but let's do it on the podcast so everyone can see how our thought process normally goes five minutes before an episode. Yeah. Uh, so any other thoughts on the first 99? No, I, I think, you know, it's been a wild ride. Um, it's been uh, so much fun. Um, yeah, we've made a lot of friends, um, you know, uh, Jake included. Um, and, you know, like Dan, you went through some of the other podcasts that we've crossed over with and have met some awesome guys, you know, doing similar stuff. And, you know, that's been a lot of fun. Um, Dan's made an enemy. That's also fun. Um, that's also why I'm growing a beard because he still keeps confusing me for you. So I figure if now if I have a beer to make us more look alike, it'll seem less awkward when it confuses me for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I guess the only other thing I would like to add is, like, I, I kind of want to hear some uh, episode items from some of our listeners. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we're 100 episodes in. We're every week. We're kind of looking for what should we talk about next? What should we talk about next? So I think some of our listeners have anything they want us to talk about you should drop that in the comments or reach out to us and let us know yeah for sure um and yeah i we... am i am working on lining up like more guests more industry guests to be on the podcast um so there's there's going to be that too but yeah, yeah and we love feedback we love hearing from everybody um you know whether it's at the store or through the comments or through emails so yeah please reach out let us know what you think um make sure you do all the the stuff like subscribe rate share with your friends um follow notification bell 
on all the platforms. Make sure you do all that fun shit. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, let's get into Dramness because I am very excited for this year. Um, I think this so is going to be a lot first of fun. Thing is, it's got to be whiskey. <laughs> do we want to do we want to put limitations on? It's got to be bourbon. It's got to be, or can it be any type of whiskey? And we're going to have bourbons, rice, and scotches in there. Is that a fair way to do it? Or I think I, we I feel would like have it should to be say American whiskeys. We couldn't say yeah. all whiskeys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I agree to that rule. American whiskey. I mean, um, it's, it's March Dramness. It's an American thing. I I think there should not be any kind of restrictions on price or availability i think that's what made the first first time around so much fun um and i think uh it's gonna be two bottles each um and then we need two wild cards so Um, so how about this last time we had jenna ray and roberto's wife pick it out what mm -hmm. if we have jenna ray reach out to roberto and have roberto pick some bottles we can do that. Uh, that you haven't. That he can talk to Jenna Ray and he can throw two different bottles in. Yeah. And that way he has his thing on there, and that way it's we have no idea what he's throwing in. So you of the eight whiskeys, we will know. We'll each know two of them, but we won't know mm-hmm. what they are because we're tasting them blind. Oh, so we're right. only doing eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're doing this in like one or two days, Jake. It. it <laughs> last time it got pretty messy pretty quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many yeah. episodes is this gonna go? Goes four, so we'll four have episodes. we'll have uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have the left half of the bracket one day, or we'll have we'll do the top left one, or no, what did we do uh, last time? So left, left side one day, right left. side the next day, then semis. Would you, would you, would you guys then, be open uh, to finals to sixteen if I supplied like extra samples? And Is I my supplied extra be able to do that, <laughs> but then you're gonna know what they are. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm willing to like put extra bottles in there and uh, make it just go a little longer. You could do like four a day instead of two. But what if, if oh, we we're... did? Okay, if we did, if we did sixteen, we could all we could all submit more. That's not a problem. If we did yeah. sixteen, we could do the whole top left bracket one day, mm-hmm. the whole bottom left bracket one day, the whole top right bracket one episode, the whole bottom right one episode, and then you'd have the final four for the final episode. Yeah, we could probably do that. I'd be up for that. I was so thinking about some... I was thinking about doing one like for the store, like do a a March Madness kind of blind series tasting. You, and... uh, 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 you can't say that one. You can't say <laughs> like those the words Super together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's over with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I trademarked the it Booper so you can soul. do it at your store as long as there's a photo of me with it. All right. Which is probably going to detract people from coming to your store. So it's kind of a catch-22. True. <laughs> um, all right. So we all submit four bottles. I'm down with that. I'm down. Yeah, I can. Well, if, if we all submit four and Roberto, we can have Roberto pick four. That works. Yep. All right. Um, four. We each got to submit four American whiskeys. Yeah, and then uh, do we want to record the first episode live from Gold Eagle? I mean, I'm I mean, up for like that. stream it, stream it live. 
I think, I think, I think we do that the final would be four fun. from live from Gold Eagle. I say we do it the other way. Oh, the finals? Yeah, we can do the that. The final at Gold Eagle. Okay. All right. See, and that's people a check in behind the scenes of how the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the two, effort we put into this. two bottles left midwinter. All right. Well, guys, that was episode 99. Episode 100, I guess, will be the start of March Dramness. Yep. Um, maybe next Saturday we pump out a couple or we pump out a couple episodes real quick and get hammered. Yep. Sounds good to me. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next week, I believe we'll be off. Right, Jake? Yeah, I'll be out of town next week. Little vacay out to California, and then actually the week after, I'm going to be in Kentucky. Um, so we'll have to configure when we're going to record that. Um, but yeah, I'll be able to drive again, so we can always do it in an evening, too. Yeah, so. I think we're taking a week mm-hmm. off just to really prepare and gear up for this 100th episode. We want to make it something that you all will never forget and make sure my back can handle all the whiskey now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, right, guys. Well, thanks, everyone. Or before we get to thank, or I guess thanks, everybody, uh, for listening to us ramble for all these episodes. Yeah. Um, Jake, <laughs> how can people find out when you're going to have big Tater releases? Uh, follow us on social media. You will hear everything that is going on with Gold Eagle. Uh, Instagram at Gold Eagle Wine. Facebook at Gold Eagle Spirits. Uh, make sure you download our app on the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Um, you can see our whole inventory on there and shop online and then we hold orders and we have started shipping within Illinois um, and we will start to ship to a few other states very soon. So stay tuned. Jake, where can people find our podcast? You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on Spotify and YouTube. Um, make sure, like I said earlier, you like, subscribe, rate, click the notification bell, share with your friends. Um, yeah, leave us comments. We like to see it. Um, let us know what episodes you want to see us do. If you want to see us cover any specific topics, um, any more ideas for cool events like the blend off or anything like that. Um, just let us know. Awesome. All right, guys. Sounds good. Let's enjoy a week off and then get ready for March Dramness. All right. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Dan, you're going to have to click your glass because mine doesn't work. I had a Diet Dr. Pepper thing, <laughs> so it's not going to work that well. I threw it away already. <laughs> Can't really hear mine. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.